up, everyone? This is Mitch with the Mitch Mindset Podcast, and today we have a special guest. Her name is Amy Fernside. What's up, Amy? Hey, everything's great. How are you? Doing good. Um, to the listeners, last summer I um, interviewed Nathan Tomasello, and I texted him a couple weeks ago and said, hey, I'm trying to get a female on my podcast uh, who truly loves the Lord, and uh, he gave me Amy's number, and uh, he he told me that she truly loved, loved the Lord and lived for him uh, with her platform and sport. Um, I just want to say thank you to her for hopping on this podcast. Um, with that being said, um, I'm going to pray over this real quick. Is that, is that good with you, Amy? Absolutely. That's right. All right. Heavenly Father, we're just thankful for you. Thankful for the opportunity. Just, um, just pray to you and um, honestly have the technology to just um, – grow with other brothers and sisters in Christ and to just uh, produce interviews to help other listeners grow in their faith. I pray that you give us the words to speak as we just talk about uh, you, Lord. Uh, we love you. Just in prayer. Amen. So uh, to the listeners, Amy is a one-time sen- senior world team member, three-time senior national team member, four-time collegiate All-American and then even accomplishing a university world silver medalist and is currently a world team member in the sport of wrestling right now. So um, that is her accolades. But most importantly, Amy Fernside is a follower of Christ, and that's why I got her on this today. Uh, Again, I just want to say thank you for hopping on this podcast, um, and I hope you're doing good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Yeah, I just got done with practice, and I'm just chilling on the lawn here, hanging out. So, yeah, thanks for uh, making this interview happen for people to listen to. Yeah, of course. I I love this kind of stuff. So, with that being said, Amy, how did you get into the sport of wrestling um, as a girl, you know? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I I stumbled across it, and I was like, well, I didn't mean for that, but it ended up being the best thing that's ever, so far, has um, ever been given to me um it's awesome and uh what ended up happening I just showed up at practice in high school as a sophomore and I was escorting a friend into the wrestling room and kind of dropping them off just getting started but I was about to leave and um the coach asked me where are you going and I said I I guess I'm staying here I don't know so I stuck around and because I was we were both 103 pounds and there was no other uh people our size I was the partner. So I was like, okay, so I can't sit on the wall. I was participating at this point. I knew nothing. Like I've seen a duck under, that was my first move. And when I did that, it wasn't even that good. But then the coach uh, gave me papers and said, Hey, have these filled out. We'll see you at practice tomorrow at four. And I'm like, Oh shoot. So I did it. And uh, I brought the papers home and parents filled it out. And I had a physical uh, done and uh, doctor's approval and I was on the team and I was like oh my gosh just swift just super swift and for me I was like Oop, that was not intentional but then uh, my parents were really supportive my mom was a little unsure because she didn't want me to get hurt but my dad was uh, very much like whatever you want to do and we loved watching UFC we loved combat arts we loved jiu-jitsu we loved MMA and and I just dabbled in all of that, including boxing and, and wrestling was one of the things at the gym that I uh, attended. 
they offered that. And so I was somewhat familiar and yeah, just, it, it just fit like a glove. And I was just, it was one of the things that God gifted me to do. And I really felt like this was a right fit for me, even though I've tried all sorts of things. This was just the one that held my, my love and attention. So. That's awesome. Um, so I know you said you told me previously that you wrestled you've been wrestling for 14 years right yes mm-hmm. so um would you say that the sport's been a big part of your or your uh testimony and ministry throughout your life it's a fact it's uh there's no way around this like I know God will use anything that any anything you you're interested in he put those desires in your heart um this specific thing uh he knew I would love it And it's more than that. Um, I've been able to go uh, make friends with people internationally, even across, uh, you know, the seas. And what's great about that is like it, it, it helped. So we're a light, every single one of us that knows the Lord and he can find any reason he wants to send us far near far. So the missionary, okay. So even, even places that are like, not very open to Christianity, you go enter there to go compete. And then you're actually like sharing God's love. Even if they don't speak the same language as you, love is universal. And so with the connections and like building, like showing people, not just saying it, but doing it, you show them your love and you, and you point the way to God. And sometimes that's the only way we are able to reach people in far places and um, everyone's platform and uh, reach is different and their spheres are different. And wrestling was the fun that fit me. It's just like, for me, it is a missionary field. Um, and uh, it's, it's just a joy. So. No, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, with that tying into the next question, what is your testimony? Um, when did you give your life to Christ? And um, like, how have you continued to grow in your faith? And honestly, just in like uh, becoming more and more like Jesus. And then um, like, I'm going to let you share your testimony, but can you also like throughout your testimony, can you explain some uh, just personal times in your life where you're like, look, God, I don't know what's going on, um, but I'm going to trust in you regardless of how hard the struggle was or um, honestly how you felt, you know, can you, you mind tying all that in? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best and remind me if I miss anything, okay? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was uh, I was 11 when I uh, asked the Lord to come into my heart, and I wasn't familiar with praying. Uh, I mean, I grew up in a Christian household, but when I was – I just didn't really understand how it all pieced together and applied to me until I was like, you know, I just really – I was sitting on my bed in California thinking – I don't, I have a good life, but it just wasn't satisfying me. And I was like, I wanted change. I was like ready for any change. I just remembered that my mother and my aunt told me that Jesus provides that change. And I was like, okay, Lord, if you can hear me, which at the time it felt like I was praying to a wall because I didn't know, you know, because like you can't, you can't visually see God like as a person standing in front of you, but he's there and he's listening And I asked the Lord to make that change and be that change in me because there was things in my life I regretted and uh, still not a bad life, just not enough. And I wanted more. And in that moment, 
it was very uh, impressionable. I remember feeling the first time that everything was all right. And I felt so much peace. It was like I was being held in a blanket. It was really interesting. Um, That's awesome. Like everything, I just didn't have anything to worry about at that point, even though I was still crying. But that was my birth moment, my rebirth spiritually. And uh, going forward from then, it was just, who is this God? How great is this God? How big is this God that he makes these mountains and just amazing sights in nature? So I got to know him a little bit more. And it, it was it was a discipline to grow in the Lord with reading uh, the Bible passage, a like a verse or something, every single night before bed. And a lot of it, I just didn't really understand, but eventually I started to like really immerse in the, in the, uh, in the old new King James actually is a new King James version. And, um, I don't know, God just watched me with the word and eventually things started to make sense. And I asked him to like open my eyes and help me gain wisdom to understand what the heck the Bible is talking about. Cause it gets confusing for me at least. Um, been growing since and now i just realized fellowship is absolutely mandatory you gotta you gotta get with other believers and walk life out together and you gotta support each other we're not meant to be alone and we're all connected and uh you're put in someone's life even in the, the briefest moment for a reason uh and you just don't know what kind of impact that'll make so i wanted to make sure that um i Anyone I meet, I want to leave them better, um, somehow help them have a better life. And yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, just stay in the word, pray, and, and fellowship. That's awesome. Um, do you go to church out uh, where you where you live? Aren't you at uh, Are you at the Olympic Training Center right now? Yeah, I am. Out in mm-hmm. Colorado, right? Yes, in the springs. Awesome. Yeah, um, there's a church out here I go to called Calvary Worship Center, and there's a lot okay. of good churches out here. Um, but that's my home base, and uh, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's mm-hmm. Um, can, has there any has there been any times in your life where you're just like, I don't know what you're doing, um, but I mm. need you right now. I need you to guide me. Um, I, I'm struggling, and I'm just super confused in my life. Can you can you explain a time in your life where you just really all you could do is just rely on the Lord? Well, I'm sure we we can all say COVID lockdown was a great example for everybody to oh yeah <laughs> hit the reset button. But um, we didn't know why the world was facing that pandemic. But then a lot of people were like, "Oh, I always wished I had more time, and then it's given to me, and what do I do with it?" So that's the test. Or they always wanted more time with their family there and they're giving it and they realize that maybe I should change my job path and all sorts of things. For me, um, I can think of numerous times where I had uh, like a concussion or a torn MCL and I was facing competition and I'm like, what do I do? Why would the Lord? Let me back up. Yeah, that's fine. When I, um, I did have a concussion in, uh, 2020, was it 2019, right? When about March, when, uh, the lockdown happened, I didn't want to know how bad it was. And I know that's a pretty serious thing. You don't hide, but I was obsessed with 
I needed to get to the Olympic trials and I was going to do everything I could at my own expense. And I prayed for healing despite that. I said, Lord, can you just heal me? I don't know what's going on with my head. I don't feel right. But then um, I, he did answer that prayer of healing through uh, a pause in our, we actually delayed the Olympic trials a whole year. Yeah. So who, knew, who knew my, the answer to my prayer was through a pandemic. And Man, that's crazy. Is, it is crazy. Cause I, I did heal and I did have um, the competition I was anticipating. And then uh, a series of highs and lows. I missed national team by one point at the Olympic trials. So it was fourth. And at that, I was like, Lord, why, why would you bring me so far? And then I lose all my resources. And I was afraid of facing premature retirement before I was ready. Um, five months later, so every single day, I had one coach. I'm like, Coach, Izzy. His name's Izzy. Where are we going to train today? And every day was different place, different time. I just had to stand ready like a soldier, bags packed, and just you tell me where, we'll be there. And for five months, we kept going until um, – September world team trials after the Olympic games and, um, and God allowed me to, uh, to get onto the senior world team. And I really thought that was my last competition. (laughs) And he's like, Oh no, there's more. So I opened another chapter and telling you when, when things get hard and you just push through anyways, God shows up when you hit the end of your rope. So it makes me want to like, just find the end of myself a lot sooner because it is a really cool feeling when you're being carried through uh, God's will and, uh, and you watch him move. And even right now, I'm sitting here and I have my arm in a sling. I had surgery about a month ago. And I'm asking the Lord, well, why this? If, do you want me to stop or do you want me to keep going with this sport? And even now, I feel a very strongly impression on my heart that how many times have I had injuries and he's pulled me out and put me on a high place? Every time that I couldn't do it by my own strength, he's done amazing things for me. And I just have to be willing to be his vessel. So Man, that's I hope powerful. That yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Seriously. Um, so I, if you don't mind me asking, um, what's your recovery look like? Um, I'll have five more months, um, until I can get back onto the mat and wrestle, uh, compete and all that jazz. So. Golly, I'm so sorry to hear that. Seriously. Um, well, it's, it's good though. Cause you got me thinking about other things and it's good to transition, uh, well, and I'm just going to build my resume. Um, but I'm still going to stick with it a couple more years here, um, with the wrestling and then, uh, kind of, uh, Hopefully it'll be a smooth transition to the next thing in life. Well, that's awesome. Um, I, I do have a question for you. Sure. Um, so I, I actually didn't put this uh, in the questions I sent you prior, but have you have any? Have you had any? Um, just like you, you kind of said, you have like the missionary feel, um, and you have a field where you um, you use wrestling as as a mission you know as like your um way to tell tell people about jesus across the the world you know have you had any uh situations or like it could be in the states where you like been able to tell people hey like 
look, I, I wrestle for Jesus. Jesus is my number one priority. Or people are like, hey, what, what's different about you? Why, mm-hmm. why are you, you know, it, does that make sense? You mind sharing any, like anything about that? It doesn't have to be super specific, but I mm. think, uh, I think that'd be really powerful. You know, it is powerful. People are craving, we're designed for love. God is love. Okay. So I know it's like nowadays it's abstract and people say it's this and that, but God is love and people are designed for God and we're in a relationship for him and they're craving that. And when you walk around as a, as a light and you're just humble and you're just serving and you're representing the God you serve, um, people are either uh, repelled or attracted to it. You're an aroma or a stench, depending on if God wants to draw them to his kingdom or, or, or they just want to walk in darkness. So you, you notice pretty quickly the rest of the world there. A lot of people are, their hearts are ready and all they need is just an example or all they need is a messenger or, or all they need is a demonstration. Um, and when you're showing God's love, you don't have to use words all the time. And sometimes it's okay because I don't speak a number of different languages. In fact, I'm, I only speak English and sort of Spanish, <laughs> but um, enough to get by. The thing about when I went to Turkey is like people, people uh, over there, it's a very different culture and I'll just keep it very simple. They notice, just know that when you're, when you're saved by God and he's, he puts you in places, there's always an appointment. Um, and you'd be surprised how many times you'll sit next to somebody on an airplane and not even know or realize that that person, you're going to be friends for a long time. Or you go to, uh, like we went to the Russian training center and I'm still friends with some people who are, um, just going around London and all over the place. And you, you had talked to them once. And then that person is spreading the gospel all over Europe because God used you in their lives. So it's, we're all connected and uh, it's just really, it's really fascinating seeing how God moves. Um, and it's really fun participating with his work. Cause you, I mean, you could stay in your room and be, you know, interact with zero people and do nothing, but that's no fun. You'd be, you know, like if yeah. you jump out there and see what God has, it is, it's a blast to meet people. These Mongolian girls came to uh, the Olympic training center years ago and they couldn't speak English and I couldn't speak Mongolian, but they looked at me and the one word this late, this girl uh, uh, said to me, she just looked me in the eye and said, friendly. And I'm like, all right, she, wow, that's cool. That's awesome. And that's all you need to do. It's not like you have to have a, big long plan to like get the gospel to people and study on evangelism although it may equip you god's gonna do these things uh with you know whatever you got uh he's able to use it and uh you just you just have to be his hands and feet is that does that make sense yeah i think that's awesome you know um just being just a willing spirit you know just like wanting to be used um, I think that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I do have another question. So, okay. 
Uh, wrestling's technically your job, right? I know, like, you compete, but it's your job, right? Technically, it is, yes. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, I think that sometimes people in their uh, people in their life and careers struggle with, um, I guess, sharing the gospel or sharing their love of Christ in their daily work and office and job. How do you um, like just show the love of Christ at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs? Well, uh, is that a good question? Yeah, it was a great question. I just want to make sure I, I hit the mark for you. Yeah. Um, sharing God's love um, in my wrestling atmosphere, like for me, I've got like a, a about a about ten sisters in Christ. Um, well, maybe maybe half a dozen out here in the springs, and we we get ready for practice every day. First thing, um, you, at least with my team. Not only am I there and I encourage them, uh, but even recently, like they all came around encouraging me because I was pretty down about the surgery that I went through Yeah, and, and they know who I am and they know the Lord's my, my God. And they came over and they're like, can I pray with you? And I'm like, wow, that's cool. Um, for about five years, five or six years, I've been out here and, um, I'm trying to, elevate the energy and encourage them, inspire them, look out for them. If they get hurt, I'm like, Hey, you want to go get brunch? You know, there's very simple things like that. Or, um, Hey, I noticed it was your birthday. So here's a flower. You know, you, you just, when you notice people and you're showing them you care, um, I think it does wonders. And that's what, that's all I do with, um, my team out here. So, Sometimes you just got to, you know, get them out of their headspace and like go play with them and like pull their shoestrings or something and, you know, just, yeah, just break it up and uh, let them know like, oh, even today we we went around in the circle. We were talking about what we're grateful for and it's, you know, it's pretty simple. That's awesome. I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, I got one last thing for you. Okay. Um, if you could tell anyone listening to this podcast anything you want, any encouragement, motivation, or your favorite Bible verse, what would that be? What like what would you like if you could tell someone something one on one right now? Like, is there something that you want to share? Wow! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like, okay, here's here's a good a good one. So life goes through these highs and lows, and it ebbs and flows. I did not mean for that to rhyme, but it's kind of cool. No, that's um, awesome. I like rhymes. <laughs> there you go. When you have those sweets where you're like, wow, everything's going right, going well, get in the word still. Start the day and tithe your time because the whole day you only have breath because God woke you up and let you have it. And you have to start that day. And you, if you want to max out and see what the Lord has for you, just say, Lord, Praise your name, my God, my King. And when things are good, um, don't think you don't need the word because when, when, not if, uh, things get difficult, you have to be really sturdy and grounded on the word because trials will come and uh, it happens for everybody and no one's exempt. 
and uh, God's without favorites. So everybody goes through it. So the question is, how well do you do it? And when, when you do face the coming, um, you want to make sure that that everything you've built on lasts through that storm. Cause the only thing that's going to get you through the only one is Jesus Christ. Um, Amen. I mean, that is basic. Like get, get that under your, uh, under your belt. Um, and you can endure everything. He, he said, he'll never leave you or forsake you. Um, there's another ver- voice or verse that goes, um, trying to remember it. Um, because he holds fast to me in love, says the Lord, I will deliver him. I will be with him in times of trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and let him behold my salvation. Psalm 91, if you'd like to look at it. Um, the, the thing about that is he will be with us in times of trouble. He doesn't take us out of it. He doesn't he, praying to avoid trouble is not, uh, he warned us, you will face trials and tribulations. But he said that he would not leave us. He will be with us. So just know, like, you're not alone. And for a time, it'll be rough, but it will pass. And uh, you come back stronger. So that's all. Amy, thank you so much. Look, I'm going to pray uh, one more time. Um, pray over your recovery. And uh, also just for the listeners out there. So, um, Heavenly Father, here we are again. We're just thankful for you. Lord, uh, I lift up Amy right now. I pray that you just um, guide her in her recovery. I pray that you heal her and just allow her to um, see the bigger picture and in this uh, injury to see why this happened to her. And uh, I pray that it just glorifies you, that she glorifies you in in the hard times and that it makes the good times uh, even sweeter. And Lord, if there's anyone listening to this who is dealing with uh, just an injury, I pray that you help them during recovery as well. And if there's anyone out there that doesn't know the love of Christ, look, Jesus loves you. Um, and just just know that, Lord. Um, that And give people out there that don't know who Jesus is an opportunity to find you and hear, hear this or hear someone share the love. We love you, Lord. Just in pray. Amen. Hey, oh, thanks man. again, Amy. We really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, Mitchell. All right. Bye. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Amy Fernside. Hope uh, the Lord just really spoke to you and your heart. I'm praying for you. Appreciate y'all listening. Thanks.